0: Welcome, my friends. This is Buzz Lightyear says to infinity and beyond. You found Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where we help people explode into their life with full impact mindfulness. And today we're going to continue our conversation between uh, Mike and myself uh, concerning the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and the isolation uh, that's perhaps causing some um some issues. Mike, you were we were talking a little earlier before the podcast about uh feeling uh perhaps that you should be doing more. Tell me more about that.
1: I think as we were discussing a lot of people have received a sort of shock to the system. We talk about a lot on this show about people going about their daily lives and having too much to do, not enough time to improve themselves, not enough time to themselves. And for a lot of people, for one way or another, whether their job has been, you know, put on pause, furloughed, uh, or or whatever the case may be, or just changed and redirected to home, that thing has changed. Their life has changed. And, and, and I think while in most cases you can see as like, okay, I'm at home, I'm in a comfortable place. In a lot of situations, while Overall positive, that can be a really big shock to the system. If you were like kind of attuned to that daily grind, going, getting on the transit or driving, driving into town, doing the thing, being on your toes all day, to just all of a sudden not in the same way.
0: Sure, it's like being in a committed relationship, then all of a sudden one day you're not. All of a sudden one day you're employed, and the next day you're not. Uh, there's many things that we can get used to, and that's exactly right. It's certainly a shock to your system. However, what it is, it's a a shock to your, your daily environment and your patterns of behavior. So we often talk about the ability to adapt and adaptability on this show and the two most powerful words in a person's vocabulary, and that is I choose. So, Mike, I'm going to ask you, How many times or how many times have our listeners said, gee, if I only had time, I'd like to do this. When I get time, I'm going to sort all these pictures out. Someday when I have a free moment, I'm going to rearrange these drawers or I'm going to call Mr. or Miss So-and-so. Well, my friends, here's a challenge to you. Now you have the time. How are you going to spend it?
1: And I think it's important to note here... We, of course, know that this does not apply to everybody out there that might be listening. You may be deemed an essential worker. Uh, we we talked with our friend in Seattle that was at you know the initial ground zero of this, and she deals with the homeless and still has that day-to-day. But in the meantime, in a lot of cases, maybe your commute's a little lighter. Maybe you have uh, more time to yourself on the bus and not have to uh, fight for a seat. Uh, uh, maybe there is still a little bit of shift for you because of everything else that's going on around you.
0: Well, Mike, we've often talked about the Stoic philosophy of disconnecting from things that don't matter. And this is an excellent time for people to ground and center and really figure out what's important in their life. When the world starts to roll again, when the all clear is sound and people go back to their lives, what in your life do you prefer not to get back involved with? What Some people talk about stressors. The United States is just filled with anxiety. And it's mainly because we're subjected to sight, sounds, and images on a constant basis. We're being constantly asked to commit to different things. And we uh, there's just not enough energy to commit to everything. And it causes a great deal of anxiety. So could you tell me some of the things that you don't miss? Could you tell me some of the things you don't miss?
1: I I, I I gotta say I I do really kind of appreciate this space I have in my schedule and my time in my head uh, with everything. Um, and 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 I've seen that too, where I'm kind of looking around and say, okay, when I when we get back to quote unquote normal, what don't I have to get back to? What don't I have to insert there? Um, I haven't really found what that is, but I'm looking for it. I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out what do I really miss and what do I really not miss about my previous situation versus now. It's it's an it's an ongoing process for me.
0: Sure. So we often talk about a passion in people's lives, the Japanese concept of ikigai. Ikigai meaning life, guy meaning purpose. So, Mike, rather than look at things that we can't do. How about looking for things that we can do? Which end of the horse do you want to look at? And this is a this is a subject we bring up often. The horse has two ends, a front and a back. And this particular situation now, this issue, this pandemic. It's not going it's not changing. We can't change that. So which end of this pandemic do we want to look at? Do we want to sit around all day and wonder why isn't it changed? Why is this happening? Or can we say what, rather than why is it happening, what can I do?
1: Absolutely. And and I think it's a perfect time for people who have not had time to explore whatever their passion is, to do that. Um, if they're in a position where they do have that extra time. It's like, well, how am I going to fill the time? Are you going to fill it you know, you decide you choose to fill it by sitting there and watching Netflix or playing video games, or you can choose to start creating or working on that thing, working on uh, uh, maybe studying up for 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 some new path that you've been meaning to go down. Uh, y- you don't have to go to the day job now, maybe, or or that's different, and you have a little more breathing room to do that. This, this is a perfect time for that kind of
0: exploration for a lot of people out there. Well, we've often talked about the most dangerous, one of the most dangerous words in the English language is tomorrow, and even today, with when we perhaps don't have all of the commitments that we used to have, we can still say that word because, again, it's a repeated pattern of behavior. So my suggestion is that you set an intention every day. We often talk about intentions, Mike, just so you can get a few things done. Uh, I just wonder how many people are feeling good about themselves now. Feeling good. So we've often talked about this, but I believe it bears repeating, that life is like a big ocean. And we're fishermen, we're fisher people, and we cast a large net out and we're gathering in experiences every single day. However, most of us remember the negative experiences. So when you go into your car, Mike, have you ever gone to your car or your truck and turned the key and it hasn't started?
1: Unfortunately, I have experienced that.
0: And how did you feel then? Uh,
1: you you just feel like, uh, you just feel just completely sunk.
0: Yeah, Sunk upset. Maybe you're, maybe you don't have any money. Maybe how am I going to get this car fixed? I have to be, I have to be somewhere in half an hour and now I'm going to be able to get there. What am I going to do? So on the, looking at the reverse, when you turn the key in your car and it starts, how do you feel? even think about it
1: you don't because it's the thing that's
0: expected isn't it yes so what i ask people to do is accumulate positives into their life when they cast that net out naturally there's going to be things that they prefer that they not catch however i'm going to ask people to look at the positives and actually say the words when you turn the key in your car and you would say that's a positive." Or when you're at home and you clean the kitchen counter, you say to yourself, that's a positive. Uh, How many times have you, I'm sure that this has happened to you, when you tie your shoes and your lace snaps? Has that ever happened?
1: No, I I don't think I have had that happen
0: to me. Mm -hmm. Well, I happen to have a cat that likes to uh, chew laces. Uh, However, usually that would happen to me when people say, oh, it always happens at the worst possible time. Uh, so for your car not to start, is there a best time for that to happen?
1: In my garage when it's not snowing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So people always put that disclaimer on it. Oh, this is, it always happens at the worst possible time. Uh, well, it never, there's never a good time for those things to happen. Okay. So even when you're, when you get your shoe tied, if you say to yourself, wow, that's a positive. Uh, so when you you're a computer guy, you're a tech guy. You deal with a lot of media. When you're t- when you turn your computer on, do you ever think, oh, I'm really glad that started. That's a real positive. Do you ever think that,
1: Jim? You've seen some of the hardware that I've worked with over the years. <laughs> you know that that you know the answer to that one. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, we can do the show. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so that's a positive. And my challenge out there to everyone is to start to recognize the positives into their life and recognize the positive things that other people do, particularly your loved ones and those close to you, to, to complement and address the positives that people do in their lives. And I have a hunch, and I'll almost guarantee this, that at the end of the day, if you recognize and catalog all the positives in that day, your net would be so heavy you could not lift it. You couldn't lift it.
1: I think that's really important. And I do I do kind of roll back every once in a while. Maybe this is just, you know, I, I try to um, acknowledge things around me and always have kind of to the point where, you know, even when I started traveling for, you know, on the plane for, for work uh, and just kind of admiring the process of like, we're in the air. Like, this is the thing that's happening. Like, this is... Like, a lot of things have to go right for you to get in the air, take off, and land, you know, half a country away, right? And, and even just for all the complaining of uh, the day-to-day when traffic is flowing and rush hour and everything like that, and and, and everybody looks at the line they have to wait, and it's going to take them about 45 minutes to get in there, and it's like, yeah, this could work a lot worse, <laughs> you know? A lot of things can happen to make this a worse experience for you.
0: Absolutely. So... And I'm going to ask people And when we talk about when we talk about mindfulness. And again, it's paying attention on purpose. It's being in the moment and recognizing those situations that are positives. Uh, when your sink doesn't back up. Have you ever had your sink back up, Mike?
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm a very hairy individual.
0: <laughs> so when the sink backs up, you get all you get discombobulated, all upset. Well, I'm going to have to fix this. But every time you pour water in the sink and it goes down, you think nothing of it. You think nothing of it at all. So I'm asking people out there to recognize the positive aspects of their life, the positive things that happen. And now that hopefully some of us have a little more time to do that. I hope they're a little reflective and can recognize those things in their life. So tell me some of the things that you've done that you perhaps haven't done in your past busy life.
1: I can tell you this time of the year, I'm never as kept up on my yard work as I am now. Now, right now, that means that I've I've mowed the yard and, and, and have not weed whacked it because I realized that I need cord for my weed whacker. And that's a difficult proposition right now. Okay. But still, I'm usually, like I talked about, just worried about getting from trip A to trip B uh, and everything in between for my work. I'm taking the time, taking care of my house a little bit. It needs a lot more TLC, but like, and I found, I I just had a little bit of pride. Um, uh, uh, felt good. It was like, I I did that. Look, it's, it's mid April and my yard is not shaggy. I'm good. I got plenty to do. And I took the first step.
0: I like that word. I like that word, feeling proud of yourself. So my, uh, um, the way that I measure whether my house and my apartment is clean enough, I ask myself, if somebody came into this apartment today, would I be embarrassed? If somebody mm-hmm. opened my refrigerator, would I be embarrassed? Mm-hmm. If somebody looked at my rug, would I be embarrassed? Mm-hmm. And if I thought to myself, yes, then I want to do something about that. So I have uh, I have actually got out the Murphy's oil soap, and I've been going through the cabinets, and I've been wiping them down. And you know what? It smells really good. <laughs> it's actually clean. Yeah, maybe so, did,
1: is, it, is it interesting? You've maybe not noticed how bad it smelled before, but you do, but you do notice when it smells good.
0: Yes, we. Yes, you do. And I, I appreciate that. It's like when you buy a new car. What's what's the thing that everybody yes. talks about? The, the new, new car smell. Car smell. Yes. Right. So I'm asking everyone out there to maybe turn themselves and give themselves that new person smell. Give themselves that new person smell. As we've talked before, George Bernard Shaw stated that uh, we're not looking for people to find themselves. We're looking for people to create themselves. Mm -hmm. And what an excellent opportunity to recreate yourself. Some of the other things that I've found out that help out in this, some of the positive aspects of uh, what's going on is that people actually are sitting down and listening to each other. I'm hearing from people that I work with that they're actually having family game nights. They're sitting around, they're actually having dinner together uh, and maybe planning, maybe we're going to play Monopoly tonight. Tomorrow night we're going to play Yahtzee and, actually participating in each other's lives
1: sounds great uh, one thing we did um for easter i i I'm concerned with, with going to my mother's because she she has she has um a condition that I'm concerned with everything going on sure. so being in the city i'm still around people you know it, it it's 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 depressed, but there's still people around <laughs> that yes. experience but I go out the store and I feel like that's more than what she does so we got together and we had a virtual Easter dinner. You know, had Ah. her on the call, had my sister and nephew on the call. Unfortunately, my 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 brother and sister-in-law are are essential workers at Walmart, so they couldn't join. But we're going to try to see if we can find a time to get everybody together. Uh, And really, it's like, well, well, we don't have to do this just on Easter. Right. So, you know, let's let's see what we can do with this. And the amazing part is we're doing this and I'm like, why aren't we already doing this? Why weren't we doing this before? This is so easy with the technology at our fingertips, to to still connect despite being miles apart like this?
0: Well, mainly because we always thought we were too busy. Busy. Yep. Okay. And that's one of the most disrespectful things you can tell someone. Gee, I meant to get back to you, but I've been busy. You might as well be saying, gee, I meant to get back to you, but I really didn't care.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. If you cared, if you cared, you would have. Fine. Something that is also uh, I found uh, telling is that I'm hoping that people get a new appreciation for honest work. And people, when you go into a grocery store, the people that are checking out, the people that are bagging, the people that are uh, stocking the shelves, there, did you that that is an essential service. Those those people are actually serving you and they're they're doing a they're doing a great job, and we always respect honest work uh the people that the the convenience stores, if you want to stop in and get a drink or get something that you need, they're there they're there doing their job uh and sometimes we would we wouldn't wouldn't even give those folks a second thought we would just say, "Okay, it's just like part of the furniture no, those people are essential i'm just I'm hoping that uh, folks like that consider themselves essential workers as they are always respect honest work always and appreciate people. Do you, have you ever walked in and told the cashier and maybe at the grocery store or a convenience store say, "Hey, thanks for being here i wouldn't I wouldn't be able to get this without you. You wouldn't be able to do that Hmm. and I know that you and I have often uh have been at odds a bit on the uh, the technology aspect and the uh, connectivity that people have now. Uh, however, now we're seeing the really the beneficial aspects of the ability to connect. Absolutely. And I have a newfound respect for you, Mr. Sorg.
1: <laughs> and I will also temper that with it is still... Can be a little bit of uh, a detriment as well because you are still connected and especially in something where people are maybe become addicted to, to seeing what the next bad news is since so it's kind of come so quickly, but I guess you'd you have a line at the end of the show here that uh, kind of goes line with along with that in the in the television and news don't you
0: yes, yes we'll do, and we'll get around that to a moment so what I generally suggest to people is uh how much how much bad news can you take before you become toxic? Mm -hmm. Uh, So quite often I ask people to detox themselves and perhaps be in recovery from the news. And as in our line that we use in the 12-step world, if you're covered with gasoline, avoid open flame. If you're feeling that you're anxious and upset and perhaps really worried about the state of the world and what's going on, uh, would the addition of more, uh, overload of information help that? No. Please let yourself, let yourself dry out. Okay. There's, there's other ways to, there's other ways to deal with these things. I would suggest that people begin to explore something that they, that they hadn't before, that they've always, they've always wanted to, to explore their house. I would guess that there's many things in their people's houses that they haven't touched in years. Would that be true for you, Mike?
1: Oh absolutely, maybe even entire right. rooms
0: right so rather than so rather than looking at this situation from what I can't do but rather what I can do, and when you're feeling that you're not doing enough, then set an intention and ask who's asking that who's asking that so What we always say is, label and identify how I feel. Here's exactly how I'm feeling. I'm feeling that I'm not doing enough, that I should be doing more. However, then we check the facts of the situation and see whether the facts of the situation justify how we're feeling. And if they do, then I suggest you get up off the couch and do something. However, my suggestion is also, To please be good to yourself. Please be good to yourself. And at the end of every podcast, we offer a free prescription. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television. And take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive another. Till all are free, none are free